We are the Mystery History Podcast. I'm Allison. I'm Rachel. Welcome to episode 81 on the Denver Airport Conspiracies. Yep, there's lots of them. Gonna be a good one. Yes, it is. About to learn today, people. Yeah, all of the conspiracies (laughs) in the world. All right. Well, before we get started, we got a couple things for business. So Rachel, why don't you start us off? Well, it would be really nice if you guys could like, share, and subscribe to our podcast. Let your friends know, share us out on your stories on Instagram and on Facebook and, you know, tag people, all that fun stuff. And then we also got a five-star review on Apple from Dr. Had. Yeah, very exciting. So thank you for getting on there and taking time out of your day. Um, They said, good podcast. So glad I found this podcast informative and entertaining. Yeah. So we appreciate you so much. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. That really helps us out. We hit a goal or not really a goal, but we surpassed something exciting. We surpassed (laughs) our PR. Um, We got 658 unique listeners in the past seven days. Um, typically we're at like three fifty, So this is like double. That's um, insane. What happened? Is. I don't we gotta know. do it again. Who knows? We got to do it again. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so that's why those likes shares subscribing, um, telling your friends and family or whatever, whoever likes true crime and mysteries and two girls being goofballs. Um, Let that's why, know. yeah, that's why it's so important because that's amazing. Like that's, I, I'm, I'm shocked. We're going to be riding high for a month. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so thank you guys to, for listening to us. We hope you enjoy us and, um, I can't wait to hit our next milestone. Cause that's, that's mm-hmm. amazing. It's exciting. Yep. With that, we have our Patreon. Uh, I shared a video of, uh, the Roanoke, the lost colony of Roanoke that we had done. That was by far like the most fun I've ever had on an episode <laughs> because it was so ridiculous um and I some, lost it and some people <laughs> on there were saying oh that was my favorite one as you know my a good story when I was a kid yeah and it's exactly Which is what true. we said yeah yeah <laughs> um so so please you know there's 59 episodes now I think on Patreon additional that you can listen to if you join one of our tiers we have a two dollar tier and a five dollar tier um, right now we still have that special. If you join, you can get a sticker and we'll write you a handwritten love, love note. Um, mm-hmm. plus you also get merch codes. We did change our website a little bit. Um, it's not going to the original re- website that we've had for a long time. We switched, uh, providers so you can still get the same merch on there. If there's something on there that you want that you don't see, let us know and we can add it. Um, might be a little bit catching up to get everything on there, but most of the, the hot items are on there. Um, with the Patreon, you do get for the $2 tier, you get a 10% off disco- get discount code to the store. Uh, and for the $5 tier, you get a 20% discount. And Christmas is a coming. It is. And I just got our hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to wear it every day for the rest of my life. <laughs> I have that hoodie too. And it's so comfy. I slept in it last night. <laughs> oh, I love it. The inside I, is so comfy. Yeah. I wore it to a bonfire, which for some reason it didn't pick up any of the bonfire smell. Thank goodness. Cause you know, oh. I usually smell like a fire afterwards and my bedroom is freaking 
so cold and I slept in it. And it yeah. was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I got a zip up hoodie um that has our logo on the chest and then on the back it says mystery history and it's super comfy too. Um so we got some good stuff on there especially for winter coming up. We got our t-shirts like always and we'd love to see you in them. So if you buy something, um shout out to Kara for who purchased one of our crew neck sweaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks so cute. It's in that it army does. green color. Um, and if you buy something, send us a pic and we'll share it. That's right. We will. All right. Well, you got anything else for the business? No, I think that's done on the business. Okay. All right. Why don't you get us started on uh, Denver airport conspiracies? All right. So there's so many conspiracies about the Denver airport. It's kind of ridiculous. Um, <laughs> when I started researching it, I was like, which one? Cause this was a listener, um, suggested topic. Mm-hmm. So I was like, which one are we supposed to do? And when I asked you, you're like tunnels. And I was like, there's not enough information for an entire episode on the tunnels. But I was like, well, I guess I'm just going to do all of the conspiracies. And then I started looking at them. I was like, what the F? Yeah. <laughs> and they also, <laughs> like, they don't super seem to all be related to one another. Like some of them, I see how they would be related, but other ones are just like completely not. So I don't know. They're all pretty fantastic. Um, so anyways, there's so many, it's hard to imagine how each of them like originated separately from one another but while researching I kept looking for a connection and just couldn't really come to like one that connected all of them yeah a part of an explanation for some of these series is when the Denver airport was it's it was rebuilt from like the Stapleton um airport they when they rebuilt it um it was behind the scheduled time for it to be done and it was supposed to open a year before it actually did. So it opened its doors in February 28th, 1995, but it was a year behind schedule. And it was also $2 billion, I also saw $3 billion over budget. So like, where did all that go? How do you go that much over budget? Right. Like billions. So I don't know. Some of the, the conspiracies could have come from that little tidbit there. Um, and I've been to the Denver airport and I didn't notice a single one of the things that <laughs> this, this talks about. Cause there's, there's some like art and statues and things like that. And I don't think I, I mean, I'm not that observant, but I honestly don't think I noticed a single thing, but <laughs> next time I go through there, which I'm sure I will again, probably pretty soon, honestly, I will look harder and pay attention. Yeah. So I've never been to the Denver airport. Um, but I mean, typically when you're going to an airport, you're Russian, around from one gate to another so there's not a lot of lollygagging time well and I like I wasn't this was not a connecting airport for me I've been there and like was done yeah I was staying in Colorado and then I also am pretty sure when I flew back I want to say that I was like delayed Oh, so really? I think I had like some extra time. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I was in like a super hurry and I'm also always so early to airports because anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, whatever. Typically whenever you get delayed, you're just pissed. Yeah. <laughs> you just don't want to look at anything. I'm not walking around <laughs> looking at stuff. I'm just mad. Yeah, right. pretty much. But I think we'll probably go through there. Like yeah. if we end up going to Estes park for yeah. 
the Stanley Hotel. That would be where we would fly in. Yes, so. I really want to do that. So um, our my stepsister, but we're all sisters technically, yeah. not That's technically. Right whatever um she's coming Think into town yeah <laughs> she's coming into town in towards the end of november for thanksgiving we're hoping to do an investigation at my step uncle's house that is haunted um and then we need to plan all this out for mm-hmm. um, another yeah, yeah for another we'll, we'll go live and actually be better about it <laughs> Yeah, we don't know. We're not like up on the times with technology. I don't know how to. It just it took me a while to know how to share a story. Like that's. I know you were asking me how to how to do it. And I was like, I don't know. I just do it. I I don't know because I remember I looked at it and I was like, there's some sort of privacy issue here. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. So, but we're we're I'm getting like, better. We're getting better. Yeah, we, tr- we make a good effort, and there's we always do. Google. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about. Uh, the first one, uh, mm-hmm. secret societies. One of the most pervasive legends about the airport is that it was built by members of a secret society. Which one? Well, that depends on who you ask. Believers variously point to the Freemasons, which I want to know everything about. And I can't cause I'm a woman. I know they are so sexist. <laughs> I could not be married to a, a Freemason. Like, Oh no, I could not handle the secrets. No, I would- So I know somebody who is in the, not in the Freemasons, but knows people who are in the Freemasons. You know, somebody that knows somebody. Yeah. This is how the best stories start. (laughs) And he knows some stuff, but he won't tell me like, why they are so secretive. I just think because they're just, it's a secret. It's a secret and they know I want to know. So they do everything they can to stop me. Well, we know somebody that's a Freemason. Remember? Are we allowed to say who? I don't even know how the Freemasons work. Chris, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's like, he was like in it. And he wouldn't tell us anything. Yeah, that's true. It, all I know is they're brothers. Wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, it. I don't know. And then, too, do you remember that one creepy guy that was dressed up as a Freemason for Halloween? Anytime I hear Freemason, I'm like, rapey. Yeah, he was. <laughs> even though yeah. it's not even related. It's not, they're not connected. <laughs> but this guy was, we were drunk at a bar in Halloween, and he was trying to get one of our friends away from it us. Was, yeah. It was not going to happen on no, our watch. No, it didn't. No. N- never. We know Taekwondo. <laughs> we do. We will karate chop the shit out of you. That's right. <laughs> so the Freemasons, um, another one is the Illuminati, which is a short-lived Enlightenment era secret society that some insist is still active. Or they all say, yeah, yeah, lizard people, all kinds of shit. Um, or the New World Order, which is an alleged cabal of global elites conspiring to overthrow existing governments and rule the world. Also, the New World Order, I think, has something to do with WWE. Wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's all right. I know about it. Um, I think I had a t-shirt from a thrift store that said <laughs> New World Order on it. <laughs> yep. Or perhaps all of the above, since the three groups are often said to be linked with each other. I have never heard that the Freemasons were linked to the Illuminati, the Illuminati and the New World Order. Maybe I have. I mean, I they all know. have that pyramid situation they do so i don't know i mean that's that's not linking i don't know what is yeah if all of your stuff looks the same so if you're a freemason and you want to um share your secrets we'd be open to learning them 
Yeah, please message us because I want to know all of the secrets of the world. But they're not going to. But they're not going to I do know. it. Good Maybe for you. Write letters. Good for you and your secrecy because they should never trust me because I'll tell everybody. I won't. So message me. <laughs> Why well, will? <laughs> I will too, but don't tell them that. <laughs> <laughs> so. One of the biggest pieces of evidence for the Siri is a dedication capstone that's at the airport's south entrance, and it's got a date, March 19, 1994, and sealed beneath that stone is a time capsule, and it contains, I mean, I read a couple of things that said random stuff it contained, but messages and just basically memorabilia to the people of Colorado, and it's to be opened in 2094. The granite marker depicts the square and compasses symbol of the Freemasons and the names of two grand lodges and their grandmasters. So while some people have made like a pretty big deal about this, airport officials say it's just evidence of the generosity of the local Masonic lodges that crafted and laid the stone. Yeah. After all, that's that's what stonemasons do. And so, I will say that Freemasons do a lot of good for their community. They have like cake, oh, yeah. cake breakfasts and things like that. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. They do. The capstone also makes mention of a group called the New World Airport Commission. Unlike the Freemasons, this group doesn't actually exist, making its inclusion a little tougher to explain. And some like to point out the name is suspiciously close to that of the so-called New World Order. Because it's got new world mm-hmm. in its title. Um, but according to a 2007 West, if they were trying to be sneaky, they're dumb. Like, yeah, don't put the name in the name. No. <laughs> but according to a 2007 Westward article, the name is likely to reference to Czech composer Antonin Devrock. Yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> New World Symphony and the New World Airport Commission was simply a temporary commission created to arrange the new airport's opening festivities. Which makes sense. Yeah. Right? Sure. All of this makes sense. So, and the time capsule that has the the thing on it is supposedly just like coins, a baseball from Coors Field, a pair of Denver Mayor Wellington Webb's sneakers hmm. from his supposedly famous sneaker campaign that I've never heard of um <laughs> during which he walked like he campaigned door to door throughout the city and then sneakers? Few, yeah oh okay and a few Blackhawk casino tokens and then just you know some other stuff so but you know we're gonna have to wait till 2094 2094 to How find out for sure be? Ooh, please don't I don't Hold think on. we'll be alive. We're not going to be alive. Not. Let's We're see. not. Let's do this. We are, dude, we would have been born in 2000 so to be that's, 94. So that's 73 <laughs> years from now. Plus, so we'd be 107. We will report back to you, folks. When we're Ooh. 107, I will be doing no such thing. We'll be zombies. <laughs> probably. <laughs> that, would, that makes sense. That is probably what will happen. Dang. So we're never going to know. That bothers no, me. We are. I need to know. Uh, we'll know because we'll be around. Yeah, you know, like in the atmosphere. Yeah, uh-huh. we'll come back just to find out what is in this. Yeah. Um, so one popular theory is that the Braille tablet above the dedication stone is actually mm-hmm. a keypad. Yeah. 
and that if you touch the raised dots in the correct sequence, you'll be able to open the time capsule. And I guess you can see some current Masons that like buy into the myth. They'll come and like some employees have said that they've heard reports of them coming over and swiping their Masonic membership cards near the time capsule to see like what will happen. Like if so they don't know. Happen. So they don't know yeah. either. There's a see, there's a secret they don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. The next conspiracy is underground bunkers, endless tunnels, and a visit from the lizard people. That's right. Another related legend is that there are miles of underground tunnels. And that's really the only thing mostly I knew about a conspiracy, like without doing research, is the tunnels. I just knew that they were said that there was tons of tunnels. Well, and there is. Yeah. Well, so does Disney. (laughs) Disney has tons of tunnels too. And, and there's something going on there too. Uh, And a layer upon layer of secret buildings and bunkers beneath the airport, which the members of the uh, aforementioned secret societies plan to use to ride out the coming apocalypse. Some claim there's a tunnel that runs all the way from Denver to the North American Aerospace Defense Command, NORAD, which is located 100 miles away near Colorado Springs. Wow, that's that's amazing. Yeah, it, that doesn't that doesn't exist, I don't think. Maybe that's why it costs two million two billion extra dollars. I feel like it would cost way more than that. That's yeah, so that's true. A tunnel 100 miles <laughs> on top of all the other tunnels that are there. Others suggest the underground layer may be home to something supernatural, like extraterrestrials or lizard people. Mm-hmm. After Jordan Peele's 2019 horror film Us premiered, some even said that the tunnels beneath the airport could house a community of murderous doppelgangers ready Ooh. to rise out from under the earth and take over the surface. Oh my God. I yeah. didn't hear that. And um, now I'm scared. I've never I seen have, that movie. Have, I've like... I will eventually watch it. I think we should have a movie night because I seriously need somebody to hold me because yeah. the previews scared the crap out of me. Yeah, like, it's the black, is it the black family that like the, the woman with the eye? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Don't show me like any eyes. Either. It look. I mean, it's her playing. But then there's murder, another one. But it's, yeah, but like you can, there's just like a different, I don't know. And it, it plays the, I got five on it. I love yeah. that song. But that, I like that song. But that whole movie, just like the preview alone, scared me enough to not watch the movie. And I hear it's not like that bad. Like I could handle it. And I'm like, I don't know if I can handle that. <laughs> yeah. I think it's more not so much like a pop up scary. I think it's more like a psychological situation. Yeah. But I don't and- like what I'm seeing in the previous the, doppel, the doppelganger thing just like the idea of somebody else being out there that is exactly like you for some reason it gives me the heebie-jeebies like no other like I do not like that <laughs> I agree we were so I'm trying to be like all the cool kids and get into this TikTok business now yeah I don't do videos on TikTok because I'm old but I will watch them and then I'll look at the clock and an hour has gone by and I'm like, what mm-hmm. happened? But <laughs> I was scrolling through and there was a lady who had a man kind of like in her arm, like he, and he was sleeping. Yeah. It was freaking, it was Josh's face. I was like, holy shit. What are you doing what? with this woman? <laughs> 
because obviously you should have sent it to me i want to see i have it, it. i have it so Don't then i was like me. i need to see his real face so then and then his real like face when he wasn't sleeping doesn't look anything like josh's but mm. him laying down weird it was weird double doppelganger sleeping doppelganger only yep, yep. <laughs> So although the airport acknowledges that there are several subterranean levels beneath the main terminal, including the trains that carry passengers to and from different concourses and a long defunct automated baggage system, they say the tunnels only extend out to the perimeter of the airport less than two miles. So no 100 mile tunnel business. And they also insist that you're much more likely to meet just like office workers than billionaires. Um, down there because they host several like work and office spaces. And they also say that any purported evidence of space aliens is just graffiti and things like that from mischievous employees, because basically they like have taken on this whole thing (laughs) and are like running with it. And it says they'll like put on lizard masks and stuff to prank people (laughs) sometimes. Like it's, it's apparently like a full thing. So while it remains to be proven that Denver connects to NORAD, um, there is at least six underground levels below the the airport. And a lot of people also think that this serves as like an area 51 of sorts. So, Mm -hmm. you know, doing experiments on aliens and like building UFOs, that sort of thing. Uh, But there's just, I mean, there's just no proof. And I, I guess, so this failed, um, underground baggage transport system yeah it's that's weird to me because it sounds like they started to try to build something like pretty significant and huge and then just like abandoned it yeah that is weird and in the the six levels to me it's not creepy well it's like resident evil in the hive yes exactly what i was thinking too yes i don't like that i don't like that there's zombies (laughs) down there for show show for show nobody even mentions zombies I that's mean, what they're doing zombie yeah. research <laughs> and wow. somebody's gonna get infected <laughs> the t-virus man all right mm-hmm. the next one is apocalyptic artwork when many of uh den's supposed secrets are encased in granite or buried deep underground others are right out in the open for everyone to see except for rachel who didn't notice shit whenever she was in this airport yeah i did, I did not see but, a thing <laughs> Two pieces of art in particular have drawn plenty of interest. A pair of 28-foot-wide murals by artist Leo Taguma. One section of Children of the World Dream of Peace shows scenes of war and death anchored by a gas-masked soldier wielding both a sword and a machine gun, while the other depicts happy children from around the globe dressed in colorful traditional clothing and laying down their weapons beneath a rainbow of peace. Similarly, that's a hard word, one (laughs) section of In Peace and Harmony with Nature shows children mourning the death of three women and the extinction of numerous animals as the environment burns in the background, while the other section of the mural illustrates the children of the world coming together to rehabilitate and celebrate nature. That's some dark shit. Mm -hmm. It is. And like, if you, I mean, look at it, because I did post these on here, you can post them on like our Instagram or something for people to see them. I mean, it's art, you know? So it's like up for interpretation and I can see what they're like going for, but like that sleeping thing. Yeah. 
underneath all these kids yeah that's weird like, that's creepy <laughs> and that guy wielding a machete and mm-hmm. a gun that's yeah, a and it's thing like, to have in an airport because you're not allowed well, to have either like, of those you are not and he's mm-hmm. like the machete looks like it's like either up that bird's butt or definitely gonna kill it one of those two things and that's a dove why would you do that yeah it's a dove of peace why i don't would you know do and that? and look at this one closely like underneath the machete there's mm-hmm. like a kid that maybe is in like a grave situation and then like an old woman holding like a potentially like dead baby or something I see that. like yeah I don't it's like messed that. up yeah it's a it's some pretty heavy art to have at an airport <laughs> yeah but mm. I mean again it's art it's up for interpretation and and it basically says what it is it's like you know them working towards peace or whatever Another artwork that has raised eyebrows is part of Alex Sweetman's Art Chronicles, which is a uh, photographic series documenting the construction of the airport. The premise surrounds innocuous, sounds innocuous, (laughs) damn it, how do you say that? Stumbled on that one, wait, wait, wait. I don't innocuous. know. It's innocuous. Ooh. Ooh, that was it. Yeah. Was it feels it. fine until you go to say it. <laughs> there's too many ends and there's one C and a U. I don't like it. And although many of the photo murals capture serene scenes, a bison standing in a snowy meadow, a field of vibrant yellow sunflowers reaching to the sky, one photo of a field of dead browning sunflowers can leave some feeling a little unsettled. Is it another coded message about the looming apocalypse hidden in the airport's artwork or just an ode to the changing seasons? I mean, it looks weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does look weird. It's, I, but but whatever. Again, it's art. Like, yeah, art's weird. I don't know. So at this point, all of those three things like have a bit of a link, right? Like an apocalypse, like rich people, tunnels, yeah it, i mean the alien thing not so much but whatever like there's a bit of a link this is where it goes off the rails i'm like no longer knowing how these are related um <laughs> there is some grinning gargoyles i like so, gargoyles i do too and these ones look freaking sweet they do i don't I know what, I don't know what any me too i don't know what anyone is upset about these but Anyways, compared to Tanguma's giant colorful murals and Sweetman's large-scale photos, it could be easy to miss these uh, two small gargoyles set atop columns in the east and west baggage claim areas, which, again, definitely should have noticed at least yeah. one of these, I think. Historically, gargoyles were added to, bu- you know what, uh-uh, I think I did carry on. <laughs> oh, maybe that's why. Yeah. So historically, gargoyles were added to buildings to protect the people inside from the evil spirits, and Denver's pair, collectively titled Notre Denver, is no different. Grinning down on arriving passengers, they are there to help ensure the safe arrival of luggage. That's nice. It is nice, and gargoyles are nice. They're supposed to keep evil stuff away. That's why Mm -hmm. I like them. And I really like the fact that these are in suitcases. That is a really cute touch. Isn't that cute? And their tongues are out, which I love about their lives. Yeah. (laughs) So although gargoyles have been part of religious architecture for centuries, most famously on Notre Dame in Paris, I'm probably saying that wrong. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. (laughs) I'm like Notre Dame. Notre Dame. (laughs) That's a football team. It is. It's a college, right? (laughs) 
Yeah, they're two different things. Notre Dame and uh, Notre Dame. Notre Dame. (laughs) Whatever. Some visitors have viewed the pair as harbingers of evil rather than noble noble protectors, which they're wrong about it. You're so wrong. Those people, those gargoyles are there to just make you happy. Keep you safe. I know. They make me happy too. They do. So the next one is on a cursed horse, which fuck horses. This is, first of all, we don't share that, that you and your brother have major issues with horses. I don't know if you remember, but my grandma used to take me horse riding all the time and I made you go before. No, you invited me and I said, fuck horses when we were seven. Did you not go? No, never. Cause that's terrifying. They're You're so high right. off the ground. They could kick you in the face and you'd be dead. No, thanks. I mean, they could. Yes. Keep, but... keep murderous horses to yourself. I mean, I think I'm actually more scared of horses now than I was then. <laughs> I feel you like know now that they're dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> now I feel like if somebody was like, let's go horseback riding, I'd be like, uh, let me think about it. Also, I would just feel bad because I weigh enough that I would feel bad yeah, <laughs> about my... them having to carry me around. My but... mom went horseback riding in florida for her 60th birthday oh yeah i saw that and she was like standing on one in the ocean yeah like okay like put me in the ocean with a horse because then if i fall off i'll just fall in the water but gravity is a bitch and that's pretty far i would break something for sure you might you might nope osteoporosis yeah well this is a horse statue so that should make you feel better Okay, so no roundup of Denver International Airport legends would be complete without mm-hmm. the mention of Denver's most controversial and stored, storied, God. storied, stored piece of art. The 32-foot t- tall sculpture of a blue horse rearing up on its hind legs, because it's dangerous, mm-hmm. above Pina Boulevard is officially titled Mustang, but most Denverites know him by his demonic-sounding name, Blucifer. <laughs> Lucifer? It's like like my cat almost. Yeah, Calcifer. Calcifer. (laughs) Is that what you did there? Absolutely not. He's named after the fire demon in Howl's Moving Castle by Hao Miyazaki. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. It's one of my favorite movies. (laughs) Well, where'd they come up with Lucifer? Is he blue? He is blue. Okay. Yeah. I just said that. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Read on. (laughs) I already read that part. But this just proves my point that horses are dangerous and a 32 foot tall one. No, no, this will prove your point that horses are dangerous. And it's very, a very sad story. So he's got red glowing eyes and a mane that looks more like Medusa's uh, snakes than any horse's hair. Mm. Lucifer is already frightening, just like on sight, right? His eyes glow red. Like that's creepy. Like they glow in the dark and stuff, but history makes this worse so this statue was created by an artist named louis Jimenez, and it was commissioned in the mid 90s and it was inspired by the bright colors and themes of famed mexican muralists like diego rivera and jose clemente or is stumbling on that one i did really good for a second you did orozco yeah i don't know him or zoco or zoco Jimenez grew up working in his father's sign making shop, which was like a neon light situation, Mm -hmm. right? 
and went on to receive acclaim during his 30 years as an artist, uh, primarily known for his large fiberglass sculptures. Unfortunately, Blucifer, officially named Mustang, was to be his last. After working on the piece for nearly a decade, Jimenez was killed in an accident in his New Mexico studio in June of 2006 when a piece of the sculpture fell and severed an artery in his leg. Mm. Yeah, the piece was eventually completed by his children and unveiled in February of 2008. Lucifer killed him? Yes. Oh, my God. So you're right. I know. Horses are bad. (laughs) I'm telling you what. Don't trust them. Horses of all kinds. If they're statues or if they're alive, you can't trust them. And like other people Mm -hmm. said, too, that his glowing red eyes indicate that he represents one of the steeds that would be ridden by the four horsemen of the apocalypse. But even I said that was like meant to honor the wild spirit of the West. And again, it was like honoring his father's like sign shop. The Mm -hmm. yeah. So no, it didn't. Not no more. Freaking killed him. Didn't honor anything. Right. No. Marketing mythology. There are countless other myths and legends connected to the airport. A mining cart carved into the tile of the Great Hall and adorned with the letters AU and AG, the atomic symbols for gold and silver, is really an abbreviation for Australian antigen, which is a chemical, a deadly chemical weapon that the Illuminati will use to secure power over humankind. Facts. Shit. The coordinates for the location of the airport were given to its architects by space aliens Mm -hmm. because you listen to them when they tell you stuff. That's right. And and the last one is strange markings on the walls and buildings are codes from members of secret societies or snippets of an unknown extraterrestrial language. They're actually referenced to the Navajo language. So unknown to most and people be crazy. But, but not to the Navajos. They know exactly yeah, what that is. Yeah, they know says. what it says, right? And, like, the marketing piece of this is, like I said, like, they have employees that, like, lean into it and wear, mm-hmm. like, space alien stuff. And then I guess the person, oh, I'm kind of going off of memory here, the lady that, like, run, like, is the CEO or whatever of whatever an airport is, CEO, I don't know, yeah. like, leans into some of this stuff for marketing and, like, it seems to work. Yeah. yeah. Like, instead of, instead of, like, disputing all of these controversial things or conspiracy theories she'll be like yeah there's aliens like yeah. check this out right <laughs> so. well, that's a money maker that's just why ghosts hunts are a thing and like mm-hmm. ohio state reformatory people go there because terrible shit happened and they mm-hmm. want to see it because we're all messed up yeah and then like the final thing that i wanted to say here and i didn't add it into these notes is that the way the airport like tracks are where they like land the planes is laid out. If you look at an aerial image of it, it looks similar, not like exactly like a Nazi swastika. Oh, and that is another conspiracy theory. And that's one that they actually did like come in and say like, uh, no, that's not what that is meant to be. It is an unfortunate, like misstep like yeah. nobody noticed it while they were making it but it was really made to be able to have um like multiple planes landing on uh-huh. those runways in in any kind of weather like bad sure. weather situations because you know how denver is so that's why it was like laid out that way but like i guess nobody looked at it and was like hey that low-key looks like a swastika <laughs> we should probably do something about that right um, so that one, they actually came in and they're like, no, that is not what this is meant to it's be. just a coincidence. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. There are other yeah. stuff. They'll like lean into it. And, yeah. 
I would totally do that too. If I worked there, man, you'd find me in lizard masks all day long. All day long. Man, I don't know. I don't like having masks on my face, but. Me neither. But I do like those gargoyles a lot. Like a lot. I I keep going back to them. They're super cute, aren't they? And they're, you're right. I don't think I even noticed they were in suitcases until you said that. And I love that. Yeah, that's a great touch. Like they're trying to protect your shit, people. Yeah. If we go, we'll have to take pictures with them. Yep, absolutely. Well, that that was very interesting on the Denver airport conspiracies. There's a lot of them. So mm-hmm. why don't you tell us which one's your favorite or did you hear of one that we didn't go over? How do you yeah. feel about Lucifer? I think he's the devil because he kind of looks like it. Yeah. I didn't even include someone. a picture in here. You're welcome. Because he you. is like totes creepy. Angry. <laughs> Angry. Okay. Right. Why don't you state your sources? So I used denver.org, denverpublicart.org, and allthatsinteresting.com to bring this to you. Yeah. Well, I enjoyed it. Me too. So, okay. Well, we hope you guys liked this episode 81 on Denver Airport Conspiracies, and we mm-hmm. will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.